Are you in general? Go in general. Say, someone tell Chelsea to come here. That's <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of okay. Emergency. And ready? One, two, three. I haven't clapped in forever. You want to clap this time? No, you did it this time. That's fine. I didn't even clap on my birthday. How about you clap on Tuesday? Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Did we clap oh. on everything? Uh. I think we have been clapping. Listen. We're How about next s- Tuesday you clap? Next Tuesday I'll clap. Everyone get ready for it. That's also, great. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to Little Talks Podcast, uh, April 5th. I've been told. April 5th, what? I've been told we need to launch, we need to start the podcast slightly differently. Oh, by who? Oh, our producer. Okay. Our producer. So a legitimate so, source. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's what you're going to hear about today on today's podcast. Before we get into the personal stuff, we need to get into the oh, rhythm nice. to do this. Yeah, yeah, I like today that. Today we're going to talk about Meta reducing the price of its VR headsets in order to maximize VR adoption. And we okay. have some some personal angles on that we want to talk about. And our second topic today, if we get to it, is LinkedIn has added AI-generated profile summaries and job listings. So AI, again, is going to be AI a lot. Those are the two topics, if you can get through the opening with us, that we're going to talk about. I think that's – did I do it right, Brandon? Okay, good enough. Here's what's happening. I think that's a great point. Here's good what, job, Brandon. Here's what's happening. That's why you're here. Brandon is is masterminding and working on a the ability for us to do this live so that we can record like we are now, but also so it will broadcast live probably on Facebook and Instagram. Love it. And uh, he, he told me, he said, you know, as our new producer, and I value all these notes. I really do. He said, you know, when we do this live – you really want to get to the meat of it. So all that jibber jabber you guys do at the beginning, you know, we, how do people know what the topic's going to be? No, that's said, a you know, really you're good not point. wrong. So Brandon, God bless you. So I, I clumsily did it today. We'll, we'll iterate that till it gets better. No, I think but, that's pretty good. But now it was, we're, it was a good for sharp. And now we can now just, we're jibber jabber. Yeah, we can jibber jabber. <laughs> <laughs> we love this part of the segment. This is the I part most of our to. listeners do too. Yeah. Um, okay, let's start off with uh, Chelsea news. God, Chelsea news. So Chelsea's going to have a lot of news this month. Yeah, we, we got we got some great things going on in the world of Chelsea. She won the March Madness pool. She had two brackets in the March Madness pool. She, uh, if my memory serves, she came in first, and she came in third. Which that's news to me because I thought she got first and second. Which she she you could do two brackets. Mm-hmm. They pay ten dollars a bracket. She did so pick she different champions in both brackets. Yeah, by the way, no, for sure. The crazy thing is, our March Madness pool this year was over. In the Elite Eight. Yeah, it was over fast. There no, was a, no one had a Final Four contestant picked. It, well, it Maybe was, one. It, it was a pretty bad year for the high seeds. Yeah. That's what happened. But yeah, well, she, it was a great year for the high seeds. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, for the, the lower, lower seeds. seeds the high, yeah, which way do you go? Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she won that. She came in first and third. I think Sarah Kettner came in second. Well, did you hear how she I picked? I got fourth and Zach got fifth. I, that's my memory of it. That's... That's remarkable. Did you hear how she picked her team? Just willy-nilly, I'd guess. Based off their butts. <laughs> you heard that right. She picked her team based off butts. How? Where did she get a butt lineup to even do this? I don't even know. Oh, my God. I, and she won the pool. Okay. Well, obviously, we need to have her back on the podcast to talk about her. I, I mean, do I have well, here, to start studying butts she, to learn this thing? Well, and, and here, Trent and Mike are listening to this. She's going to deny it. But you know what? She's Miss Prem and Proper, but she won. This is a little gross, but the proof's in the pudding because (laughs) she won, didn't she? (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Hey, we have some really exciting agency news to announce. Uh, Jake Bentz, uh, we are hiring him as a copywriter. He starts uh, late April. From from the land of Rocky Balboa. From the land of Rocky Balboa. Jake Jake hails from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 
found the job listing for a copywriter position on LinkedIn. And we flew him in last week. He's going to be a great culture fit. He's very talented. He's LinkedIn worked. is one of our topics today. Yep, LinkedIn is one of our topics. That's right. Um, very, very talented, uh, was at the creative circus in Atlanta for a couple of years, has worked at major big boy agencies and, and he's coming out to this big boy. Agency. He's coming to this big boy agency, yeah. this, this growing big boy agency. <laughs> yes. Um, we're really excited. Jake, uh, actually texted me yesterday saying that he is really excited to catch up on the podcast as he drives from Philadelphia to Tulsa. Now here's the cool thing about Jake. Jake had never heard of our agency. Okay. Went to our website, was really impressed with all the work. Okay. Um, has a niche for B2B. Oh, oh. And found that interesting. We love that. And uh, he has no affiliation or association with Tulsa, Oklahoma. His family is in Philadelphia, his brother, his parents, and he is jet setting to Tulsa. He's going to try this Midwestern lifestyle. See it's how it's a it great goes. lifestyle. Yeah. But anyway, kudos to, the, to Jake. We're excited to have you as part of the team. But. He's taken a leap here, and at first I was a little skeptical because I was like, man, like that's – I think Jake's 27 years old. That's a big move for a 27-year-old dude to come on over to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where he's never been here before. And yep. he flew in, really loved the city, obviously loved the team, and he's going to be part of the, the, the agency. Yep, and if he's listening to this on his car ride, um, just know that I've already referred to him as Jake from State Farm at least five times. Yeah, the, I'm sorry, Jake. And by the way, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's your nickname. Everyone calls you Jake from State Farm, so – Welcome, buddy. We're, we are very excited. I think April 24th is the start date. Um, yeah. I know Zach and Rocco are elated I, to have. The whole creative side is pretty exciting. It'll, it. it'll, yes, it'll be great. Um, there's some conceptual thinking that he brings and obviously the talent to write copy for our clients. Yeah. Take the last uh, announcement away, Mr. Roopster. I think it was yesterday. Yesterday. Two days ago? Was it two yesterday. days ago or yesterday? yesterday? I think yesterday. yesterday. It might have been the day before. It was is, our, yesterday was Tuesday. It was yeah. yesterday. What day is it? My, my, my days are confused. Go ahead. Sorry. Our creative director, Rocco, Mike Rocco, or just Rocco, we call him Rocco, Rocco. had his birthday. Happy birthday! I don't know how old he was. I do. <laughs> and, and if I did, I wouldn't say. He celebrated his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday yes. to, to Happy Rocco. Happy birthday to Rocco. Um, he had, I think, kind of a low-key day. It was a no-scheduled meeting day here at the agency yesterday, yeah. and I... I think he got to have some good time and just wrapping up some work. He and Shauna, Shauna brought home a delicious meal for dinner and he's cruising. It wasn't one of the, fl- it wasn't a, um, you know, it wasn't a, a, a big one. It wasn't like a day. It's not like a 50th He wasn't hitting birthday a day, no. for, or 60th. For Roop, yeah, no, or 60th. Or 40th, whichever way it goes. But um, but it was still, I'm sure he had a good good day. <laughs> I wish he listened to the podcast. He'd be like, what are you he doesn't. about? He has no idea. <laughs> Rocco has no idea. Jake can tell him yeah. when he gets here. He's like, Dude, you should probably start listening to the podcast. They talk about you a lot. Oh, goodness. Okay, so you've teased the topics. Yeah, let's get into let's the topics. In. Yeah, for sure. um, again, Little Bits went out um, Monday. Monday. So yeah. you should have got that in your inbox. This this uh, Little Bits this month is almost, almost but not quite, entirely AI. Um, there's so much happening in the world of AI. It's hard not for that to be the topic. And there's some, uh, really tangible examples that we're going to throw out there next week Mm -hmm. of, uh, and, and these are actually AI is very tangible as well in the sense of what this means for your B2B brand. But we regrouped this morning as an agency on the first, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of every month this week, this month, it was Wednesday. We all get together and talk, we get together and talk about them. And, and Rupe and Kelly talk us through, uh, uh, Brock walks through some inspiring ad campaigns. How do we think differently for our clients? But today, we literally got into the nitty-gritty of a lot of the AI platforms, which I think was super helpful for some people to see. Yeah, we start – well, what we've done is we've started asking um, uh, little fielders 
to kind of present to the rest of the group how they're utilizing AI in their in their daily jobs. Katie Kai did a nice job. She did a great job. Yeah, she did a really um, good job. In fact, if you're listening and you're interested in 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 some prompting that will help you on Midjourney. Midjourney is the image creation AI that you probably generate. Most images are generated that are good come from Midjourney. Um, and there's a prompting tool that will kind of really refine that for you. And, and she presented that to the group no, today. Was, I had no wonderful. idea. It was a great tool. Um, yeah, you were kind of blown away. I was. Sydney presented some stuff I think was equally yeah, like very, everybody. Very cool. It's good. The, the idea is that people are showing stuff and it does inspire everyone else to figure some things out or find some angles. So it was it was really good. So anyhow, little bits. <clears throat> yes, is mostly about AI this month. Topic one here, though, is not about, not AI. about AI. Go for it. So Meta, and that would be, uh, you probably know them better as Facebook, uh, but the parent company is called Meta. They own Instagram and WhatsApp and Facebook among other things. Uh, they also own Oculus. And so the, the whole metaverse you hear us talk about all the time, that's that's Meta, that's Facebook. Um, to get into the metaverse, you need a VR headset. Yep. And, and we've talked at length about uh, these things getting smaller and easier to wear. But um, before they get smaller, apparently they're going to get a little cheaper. Meta has changed its mind on the VR headset prices once again with the announcement of new cheaper Quest and Quest Pro units. Uh, the new prices have dropped as much as $70 in some cases. So it's a pretty big shift uh, when you consider that Meta actually increased the price of both just six months ago amid rising costs and declining ad intake. But they are all in on this thing, They and, and as they should be. It's one of those things that if you can – Grasshopper always says – if Grasshopper Mowers, our client, always says that the best way to understand how good their product is is to sit mm. on it. And I think for Meta, it's similar. Like, yes, you kind of don't know until you've put the headset on and experienced it and really see what the possibilities are. We actually just last, last month, a few weeks ago, um, had a pretty nice metaverse experience. I think we hinted on, maybe we talked about we t- it. We talked about it last uh, week because we gave Sean, Sean Hubbard. Made oh yeah, Sean. Yeah. yeah. So our, our client ditch, Witch, um, has a couple times now waded into the, the, what's now called the metaverse. They were in it before it was called the metaverse and now it's metaverse. Um, and are utilizing its, its tools and these headsets in, uh, in ways that kind of promote their, their products and, and their brand at trade shows and make it easier to kind of show their, you know, massive equipment without having to transport that equipment, which is well, pretty neat. And I've, theoretically we look at the evolution of let's call it virtual reality. And then of course, meta in the sense of when we did this for ditch, Witch years ago, um, 2017 at a massive trade show forum, uh, it was a virtual reality experience, very much a shiny object at the time. Yeah. And I think great, right? Shows that they're advanced and they're thinking differently just in the sense of in the world of marketing. Then we go and put this amazing experience on for this year's Con Expo, um, which we, we talked about last week. Um, but but here's the thing, right? Like there's still, I think, that shiny object to your point, like to really full, if you just see a YouTube video showing you a meta experience, it's not the same at all. It's not the same. You have to put the goggles on. You have to be in it. And when we were talking through this with Ditchwitch many months ago, they put themselves in the experience and like, holy cow, this is nuts. And, you know, it it was being hyped up internally and people like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be interesting. And then they put it on. They're like, oh my God, this is insane. Yeah. Right. And, and their customers and, you know, loyalists and prospective customers, like they, people were blown away. And here's the cool thing too, right? This is a great thing that Meta is doing to reduce the price. I think that's wonderful. It needs to be more affordable. It'll help adoption. Like think about think about big screen TVs when they first came out. They yes. were ridiculous amounts Ashamed of money. Ashamed to admit how much I paid. Right, for and, and a now giant you can TV. get a sixty-five inch TV for five hundred bucks. You I mean, can that, collect that was, them. Yeah, you can collect them. So yeah. I, that's I think trending in the right direction for uh, Meta and these headsets. But we look at this not only hey in an, an actual cool experience. You know, you and I in the room, Roop, and we're doing this, but. 
there's, especially for B2B companies with a dealership network, there's a lot of opportunities, um, how you're communicating with your customers, yep. um, how you're meeting with people, uh, the cost savings on transporting equipment's really expensive, right? Yeah. Sometimes it, we're still living in the day of age in the sense of there's an equipment shortage, right? If you don't have equipment, how are we showing customers the equipment? So there's a lot of great um, just opportunities for B2B companies to really leverage this not only as a sales tool, but as a training tool, as, a, as an opportunity to meet with customers, to show them something different, to show them that, hey, our brand, our B2B brand is thinking ahead of what you could potentially get with our competitors. And I think if, you, if you've if you seen VR or familiar with the metaverse, you probably see a lot of um, kind of goofy looking avatars and games. Yeah. And had, believe me, all that's there too. But there's a lot of really cool business applications for this that um, we're just kind of hitting the tip of the iceberg on, I think. Um, and by the way, if you're a sports, the the if you're a sports fan, okay, um, there's some free apps inside. I was just thinking about stuff beyond games and, and B2B. If you're a sports fan, I my favorite app in the thing allows me to go into an arena and I can watch a basketball game, and it's it's a real basketball game. Yep, and I can sit courtside. I can move over behind the goalpost. I can sit three quarter. I can go up into the suites. It lets me go wherever I want to in the arena and experience the game, and that's pretty dope. It's pretty awesome. But like that's you know that's an entertaining application where I'm experiencing the NBA's product. Your product as a B two B brand can be experienced in a very similar manner that's equally awe inspiring. So like you know the idea that it's a toy and all that. It is, but it does a lot more, and, and I, I think this is great. One of the things that we said was going to be necessary for adaptation of, of the metaverse was the, the headsets have to get less bulky and easier to kind of wear, and the price had to go down. So here's here's step well, one. And, and I, I have a thought on the bulkiness because if you go back to many podcasts ago, I, I always say, hey, until they get into kind of a Google Glass, you know, you know, a more seamless experience, which I think they will be there at some point. It is amazing in running the Ditchwich meta experience a couple of weeks ago, how quickly you get used to, there was a one time where I forgot it was on my head, right? Like, really? So it's still bulky, but the straps are a lot more comfortable. You can adjust yeah. it, et cetera, but you're in the experience and you're, you're seeing all this and it's, it's pretty remarkable. And when you're, when you're really captivated in that sort of situation, you do, you, you, you forget your surroundings and you come out of it and you're like, Oh my gosh. Right. Like it's like, you know, hey, what, are you, what are you doing? I, you weren't here when I put this headset on. <laughs> it reminds me of like roller skating when I was a kid, you know, you roller skate for a few hours at the roller skating party uh, yeah. at skate world. Do, yeah. And then and you, you take the walking. skates off and you're like, Whoa, Whoa you, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Great, Modern day great, roller uh, skating. And then topic number two. So yeah, again, moving along topic um, number two, LinkedIn. Brandon, Brandon, when we do topics, we go. Okay. Notes for the producer, too. Gotcha. You you guys are in sync today. (laughs) Topic number two, LinkedIn ads, AI-generated profile summaries, and job listings. Okay? LinkedIn, right, is owned by Microsoft. Yep. Microsoft's killing it in the AI space. Um, They are seeking to integrate OpenAI's conversational GPT back end into virtually all of its apps and functions. Yeah. So, So on LinkedIn, that is going to provide you new options for creating your LinkedIn profile, you know, it's also adding AI-generated job descriptions. It's helping you position yourself well in a space that is very geared towards recruitment. Yeah, it's helping you organize and put your best self forward. Yes, 100%. It's like having a friend. Think, think of it. A friend that knows you. A friend that knows you. That's exactly right. Think of it in the company standpoint too, right? We, I mean, we post all the time mm-hmm. on LinkedIn for Littlefield. Yep. Thought leadership, engaging articles. We're not expecting to make any sales on LinkedIn, but it's showing our clients that are engaged with us, any prospects that I'm prospecting, 
that, uh, I mean, this helps us position ourselves even better in the sense of how do people want to interact with said person or said company? I, you know, this topic in context of the bigger little bits, go read the little bits. Cause there's in context, you guys of did that a great one, job. That's no, really, good. um, we, we kind of kick it off with, which we talked about last week, Google stumbling with Bard. Um, Microsoft isn't having Ooh, the same yeah. problems and they're, they're really kind of adapting. I don't want to say sneaky, but like, they're just kind of like, it's happening. Hey, we own LinkedIn. What can we do with it there? Totally. Hey, what can we do with image generation in, in our, in our stuff? Like, you know, they're, they're figuring it out in a way I think that is pretty natural and feels really smooth and it feels very un-Microsoft. They are not a cool company at all. <laughs> I mean, sure. I play sneaky Xbox, but, but like yeah. all of a sudden they're kind of doing it right again, which is just b- bananas to me. Um, but yeah, the, it, it, basically anything Microsoft owns, I, as I understand it, they've uh, integrated now uh, their their AI technology into um, the browser that comes with, uh, we're Apple people here, so but like oh, the, the browser that comes default with Windows. I don't think it's called Edge anymore. Maybe it is called Edge. Um, but yeah, they're, they're pushing it into th- places where it makes sense for them. I think they're doing a really good job of kind of labeling and saying, um, you know, here's your answer, here's your response, here's your pro, here's your AI generated content. And this is where we got it from, which is really important. Understanding the context of, I asked you for something, but yeah. how did you come up with this? That's how we're going to trust AI more. And we understand sources. That's interesting. In like the they're doing some good stuff with it. Regarding the platform, right? Like I think it is called edge again. We're, we're very much we're Apple people, very Apple people here. Um, but you know, does it almost become a, Oh, we have Claire in the house. She's so cute. Chris, Chris Kaiser's little daughter. Um, does it almost become a widget route? And you get, hey, here's how you can. You know, we've talked about this as a tool. I think it's. I think. Is it even beyond that? I think it will evolve beyond that. Right now, yeah, a little bit. It's an add-on. In some cases, it's an add-on. Right. Yeah. It's like we have an existing product or service. How can we enhance it through some AI usage? Exactly. In other cases, it's its own thing um, and is doing its own thing. But um, yeah, I, I mean, we're it's still early stages. I, there's some other stuff that we want to talk. We'll kind of save maybe for next week, but um, Microsoft's also already figuring out the ad game here. Like, it's interesting. This stuff has to be monetized at some point Absolutely. beyond subscriptions, and Absolutely. you know, advertising is going to be part of it. And they're starting to figure that out right now as well. Which is, uh, like, we'll save that one. That'll be one yeah. for next week. No, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But so anyhow, yeah, the AI, the, the AI stuff is here, and uh, we're we're using it um, in all kinds of great ways. I know. I think Brandon's. You already made a script and a movie and finished it while we were sitting here on AI. Um, yeah, no, he's yeah, he's all about he's it. He's been really quiet today. Yeah, he has <laughs> <laughs> today. <laughs> um, so we are. You guys will have this um, for our prospective customers. You'll have this in your inbox tomorrow. Um, for our current customers, you will see that uh, this will go live on our social channels later today. Uh, next Tuesday, we are going to podcast today early. It's going to go live next Tuesday. Sammy is in Park City, Utah. I'm leading the Magnet uh, first conference of the year. Um, oh, myself cool. and two other people are in charge of it. Uh, guess what? It was all um, focused on artificial intelligence. Surprise, surprise. You're, you're, um, you're prepared. But also, uh, some, I'm, I'm really excited. We put together a great program in the sense of how do we better position ourselves and market ourselves as great agencies, independently owned, amazing agencies. So I'm very excited. We will go live uh, next Tuesday. We'll talk about it then. And oh, also, this is Easter weekend, right? It is. I was going to say Easter weekend. We are closed Friday and Monday as an added perk. Um, so everyone's cranking here this week because we want everyone to enjoy their families. We got some beautiful weather here. I think it's 75 and sunny yeah. uh, most of the weekend. It's going to be wonderful. Um, so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. It is Master's Week 
Everyone who knows me, it is a sacred week. It is kind of just my... He has it pulled up on every TV at the office. Every TV. It's what Tara and I did last night until about 9 o'clock because we watch you know, Live from the Masters. Is Tara and, also and a golf we, fan? Oh, not at all. But she's a, she's a great supporter. Um, and we, I've got, I've got a great weekend ahead, of course, with some Easter family activities. Um, but of course some masters, um, some really, it's, it's a, for those of you, of you that are not golf fans, it is the, the Mecca for me in the sense of it's, once a year, yeah. this is, I, I'm glued to the couch and glued to a TV and it's really the only time that's ever the case. So Tara, I'm sorry, honey, I love you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but she understands she, she's, she's a good sport about it. So, um, happy Easter to our followers and to our listeners. We hope you have a wonderful weekend with your family. Yeah, enjoy the spring weather. Enjoy the spring weather for those Midwesterners, for those that are in Colorado and north of us. Oh, my gosh. I hope that it stops snowing. It's wild. I talked to Tara's grandmother last night, and it's still snowing there. Really? Oh, my gosh. Feats. It's insane. It's just wild. Wow. Okay. Roopster, next week. Yeah, we'll see you next Tuesday, Happy right? Easter, everybody. Thank you. We'll Adios. see you. Bye-bye.